Hey everyone, thanks for joining us at the Work Talk podcast. This is a podcast where I talk to Bay Area folks around their jobs, their business, and their mindset, their personal projects. And I'm your host, John Salangsang. And today I'm with someone I met online. I started a side video service business where I made videos for small businesses to help them promote uh, promote themselves. And my next guest I found on Yelp, and I decided to you know do a video for this person. And then we just stayed in touch, and he's been a cool guy ever since. And I'm really happy that he could be uh, doing the podcast with me today. He's actually sitting outside. In case you're not <laughs> watching this this talk, he's actually sitting outside. So if you hear some wind and trees, just know that that's this California summer yeah. weather. <laughs> But Henry, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, yeah. I think it, and I, I like it. It adds a little bit of character to to the podcast. Yeah, to the sound. Yeah. So let me show everyone uh, what's behind me. So it's my stockpile of all my charcoal. That I use. <laughs> and then I have a, a big uh, 1959 uh, kettle uh, ranch kettle uh, made by Weber. So that's a pretty cool little. Uh, conversation piece on my front porch that I keep on uh, for everyone to see. Yeah, that's awesome. And Henry yeah. owns a business called Grill Axing Barbecue Service, and he provides uh, yeah, barbecue services to all his clients. And I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let you go ahead, Henry, tell the listeners. I already, I already kind of know what you do, but tell yeah. the listeners about your sure. business. Yeah, so uh, I started Grill Axing Barbecue Service about 10 years ago. Essentially, the premises were just private barbecue chefs uh, where people can hire us to come to their home, their, the park, their business to manage the barbecue grill. Um, I don't call myself a caterer uh, because we charge per hour, not per person. Um, whereas traditional catering people, they charge uh, a set price per person. We charge per hour. Uh, essentially, we charge a rate to be there to cook everything for you and then a la carte fees to, if you need us to shop, prep, marinade, rent our grill, or provide any other services that you might need for your event. But primarily, we only take care of the barbecue for you. Right. So, And whenever I yeah. have barbecues with friends, everyone's like, who's going who's gonna to manage the barbecue grill? <laughs> and like, No one wants to do it because everyone wants to talk. Everyone wants to play exactly. football. So you, kinda, you take care of all that. And you could bring, yes. you could bring the food too if they request Correct. it. Correct. So yeah. we, we can take care of the shopping for you and uh, prep it, marinate it, and uh, make it taste good. And... You just have a show up and you enjoy your own event. Um, so I found a little niche between full service catering and just a guy showing up to barbecue. It's a little sweet spot um, between, you know, spending mm -hmm, mm -hmm. X amount of dollars versus not spending that much money. Uh, we typically are about 30 to 40% cheaper than full service catering. Um, and we still provide that on site catering service, but we're, we don't charge like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and, and also, too, um, I was just seeing if your angle, just because one side of your face is, like, super oh, uh, lit there up. There you go, right there. Yeah. So I think that's good. Perfect. All right. I'll probably just edit that part out. If there's every, ever any technical difficulties, just let me know. Yeah. Okay. One of my buddies. I hear you. Yeah, one of my buddies, he, t he told me that out my side was choppy, uh -huh. and my, my face was frozen on the screen. Oh, and we, I see. But we did the whole podcast, and then when it was done, he told me what it was, and I was like, <laughs> we could have paused, yeah, we could have yeah. figured out what was going on. Yeah. 
So he Got said it. as he was doing the podcast, he was a little distracted, but we're both learning, I told him. Yeah. And, no, I, and I'm learning a lot too, how to better do podcasts. Perfect. Well, I'll continue on. Um, so how many people is in your business? Because it's not just you doing it. Correct. So I do have a full-time job. I work for the city of Dublin, uh, Monday through Friday, eight to five every day. Uh, but Grill Action is my side business. Um, and I do have about seven grill masters that work for me. And then I also have a admin person who uh, does all my admin work for mm -hmm. me to kind of keep me organized um, and respond to all the inquiries that come in. Um, I found that being very responsive is the success is the key to success for this this type of business. Um, when people are already emailing me, they they are looking for someone to respond as soon as possible. And typically, what I've found is that the first one to respond to that inquiry usually will get that job. Oh, I see. Um, so I have a, a friend um, named Terry. She's I went to junior prom with her. <laughs> she's a stay she's a stay at home mom. And I said, hey, I, I have. She knew I, I was doing grill and I said, hey, I needed a little help uh, taking care of some admin stuff and. She, uh, I asked her and she was uh, willing and, and came on board and started helping for the last two years now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and let me, for, I want to first ask how you got started, your story. And then I wanted to oh, ask sure. about, you know, how you manage it all from working yeah, nine to five lot. to working this business. And I see on your Instagram, weekend, week out, you're doing barbecues, you're doing yeah. uh, events, you're doing... Your business. Yeah, so how I started the business, it kind of f fell in my lap, essentially. Um, so all through high school, you know, just hang out with the homies every Friday, Saturday. We, we would barbecue and drink 40s and hang out on the porch. <laughs> um, and it kind of grew, and we, we learned how to cook really good. Um, and I got a job when I was in high school uh, working for Union City Leisure Services um, and working in our summer camp program. Um, and every Friday, I would kind of get stuck barbecuing for uh, about 100, uh, 100 kids or so, you know, 60 to 80 kids. Um, and I just got good at cooking lots of food efficiently on a grill and develop my, my techniques and my ways of processing, you know, burgers, dogs, veggie burgers, getting them into the bun and just making sure all the kids are fed. Um, and kind of that's where the foundation was. Um, and then, you know, I didn't start relax until I was about 30, 31 years old. Oh, so you've been 30 you were doing 31. it for fun for a long time. Yeah. Hanging out with was friends, drinking informal, 40s. Um, at, yeah. At, just at my friend's house. <laughs> I don't house, think I drank a 40 out. in like yeah. 10 years. Or it's something. been a while for me too. So, um, and that's how it started. Just kind of learning to manage a grill, how to efficiently cook it, um, and just developing customer service skills for mm -hmm. my clients as well to be able to interact with them properly and make sure they have a good experience with relax and barbecue that's great. Um, that's great but that's how it all started just kind of on accident just doing something i enjoy and um putting it out there so my very first job that I ever got paid for um was with a realtor who was hosting an open home um, and wanted to serve uh chicken and barbecue to the potential clients that may buy the house. It's, it's a technique they used to draw people to come to the house. Right. And yeah. I, um, I go to those put open houses for the food sometimes. Yeah, too. exactly. It, draw, so it, draw, I, uh, it does draw me in. <laughs> <laughs> I put an ad on Craigslist. I started with Craigslist. I just put an ad, barbecue guy, 
Um, I was charging 10 bucks an hour back then. Um, and the lady hired me and made 50 bucks uh, that one time. <laughs> but it was a learning experience. It was right, fun. I, I right. actually got paid to do something I enjoy. Um, and then it slowly gained traction. More people were hiring me. Um, I do birthday parties, weddings. I've even done divorce parties before. That's um, interesting. All, any type of any type of <laughs> celebrations. It's kind of cool, and I get yeah. to go to some amazing homes um, and some really cool places I never would have gone to um, had it not been for this business. And it's just a lot of fun to meet with um, meet new people all over the Bay Area. Yeah. So I travel as far as Santa Cruz before, as north as Santa Rosa, and as east is whoops sorry <laughs> that's okay <laughs> uh and is east is um stockton so yeah. i've gone all over the bay area that's cool when i go on your yelp and i saw the five stars 102 reviews i'm like yeah. okay that says something about your business that not only yeah. do you know how to do it effectively and i remember when i watched you do it when i came by to record yeah, you when the I made, video yeah. yeah so like i said listeners i made a video for uh henry i'll, I'll add it on my social media if you want to see it and I remember you had this blowtorch. Yeah, it, I still use it today. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> That's I'll awesome. Post it out there once in a while. Yeah. yeah it was, and then you had that blowtorch. And then I was like, okay, this guy knows how exactly. to grill barbecue. <laughs> I thought we knew yeah. how to gr grill barbecue. This guy's good. He's yeah. a professional. But then not only that, but like you are saying, the customer service, learning how to work exactly. with clients. And I think you you do really good so, at that too. Yeah. So I learned the customer service side on, through my day job. Uh, working for the city of Dublin, it's um, they really put a high emphasis on uh, customer experience and making sure you have a can-do attitude. Um, just be pleasant, smile when you're talking on the phone, and it yeah. really shows. Uh, and you can hear it in someone's voice when you do that. Um, so I try to train my staff at the city to do that, and I try to emulate that and do that in my for my business as well. I also train my grill masters to be able to. Uh, provide outstanding customer yeah, service. Yeah, we don't, we don't want a grumpy other, griller. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, you just got to fit in so everyone's comfortable and they'll invite you back, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because if you're not giving a good... You could grill great, but then if you're not a nice person, we may not want to repeat Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So tell me... Yeah, then, so it's... it's uh -huh. Oh, I was going to ask you Go about ahead. how you manage the job and the business. Did you have a point that you wanted to finish? Uh, no, actually, I'm, uh, I think my ultimate goal, um, I think anyone can barbecue, but I do have processes in place, marinades that I use that are very good. I, I mean, people love the taste of our barbecue. Um, and my ultimate goal is to be able to franchise and sell territory um, of a barbecue service and teach someone else to run um, a service like mine in mm -hmm. a different area like Sacramento, Los Angeles, or, or somewhere out of the area. Um, and that's my ultimate goal to be able to do that. I'm a few years away from that, uh, but I've thought that that would be a great way for me to kind of expand the business. Um, but I know that once I retire from my city job, I, I would be barbecuing full time. Yeah. Wow. So, I yeah. remember when you told me that, I'm like, that's thinking big and well, not only thinking big, but yeah, that's a, there's a lot of, if, if that happens, it's definitely another chapter in your career and. That'd be awesome. Exactly. Though, if it gets franchised. Yeah. I'm about 13 years away from retirement, so I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then how do you manage? Tell me about mm -hmm. the, the self-discipline and just the mindset you have to have to be able to work a job and then also do this business yeah. on the side. What kind of keeps you going and how do you do it? 
Um, it's my family that I, I first of all, I can't, mm. wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to do it without my wife and my mom and um, everyone that supports me. Um, the peripherals, you know, um, my wife does a lot. She works full times as well. And as much as I want to be home with the kids, mm-hmm. living in the Bay Area is not, not realistic. Yeah. Uh, unless you're making buku bucks to <laughs> do anything buku, fun. Buku and I'm, bucks, I feel yeah. very fortunate that I do own a home in Dublin. And however, um, we wouldn't be doing anything fun or going on vacations or doing fun things with the kids if we didn't have this supplemental income. Yeah. Um, so I think the discipline is I grew up working my whole life, essentially. My family. Um, had a uh, noodle manufacturing business in San Francisco. Uh, we produced chow mein noodles for Chinese restaurants and distributed it all through the Bay Area. So eh, as long as I can remember, um, I was doing something on the weekends, helping at the noodle factory. When I got my license uh, to drive, I was delivering all, o- all over the Bay Area, right. um, driving you know a ton and a half of literally a ton and a half of noodles in the back of a van going all over. <laughs> yeah, um, so you so, had that immigrant first-generation story exactly. of helping their family with the business. That, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know your parents yeah, so did that. Yeah, so I'm a first-generation American-born yeah. Chinese. My, my, my dad immigrated to San Francisco in 74. My mom came in 75. And uh, in 1980, my dad bought a noodle company um, and started slinging noodles so after after school you would go there help out um when you got your license you started driving hang out on yep yep so all through my childhood we were at the noodle company um just hang out playing on this big hundred pound sacks of flour and everything it was a lot of fun yeah i I mean it definitely taught me work ethic because i saw how hard my mom and dad worked Mm -hmm. um my mom and dad also really wanted us to focus on our education as well. So yeah. as much as they wanted us to help, they knew that going to school was very important. So um, I did go to college. I went to uh, San Francisco State, go Gators. Yeah, me too. Um, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got a degree in uh, recreation and in recreation administration and then also liberal arts. So for my day job, I work uh, for the city of Dublin Parks and Community Services Department. I oversee the city's youth programs, summer camps, and um, after-school programs. So that's what I do during the day. And that, like I mentioned, that's how I learned how to barbecue, working in recreation and summer camps. Right. Um, right. My sister also went to school, and you know we split time at the noodle company, um, and then we finally sold the business in the year two thousand. Yeah. Um, so my mom is semi-retired. She's actually with us, uh, lives with me Monday through Friday, and she helps watch our kids. Um, and that's how that's I'm able helpful. to work. Yeah, exactly. That and might have to happen. Also, to my me. wife is able to work as well. That might have to happen. Oh, wait. to me one day. That's okay yeah. if she comes in. Yeah, yeah. My wife comes in too. It's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that work ethic story. You got. I got. I got to tell my students to watch this video. Some of them are a little too yeah, lazy. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I see that today. Like in my day job, I hire. Oh. I'm. I carry a staff of about thirty to thirty-five. Um, high school kids all the way up to 50 year olds. But the majority of the kids who work for me are anywhere from 19 to 25 right. um, college students. Um, and I, I feel your pain about kids just not knowing what they want to do. Yeah, um, and yeah. it's crazy. Like I set up interviews for my city job for to interview kids to be recreation leaders. And I get about a 40, 30 to 40% no show rate. I know it's yeah. tough. It's just getting them in that, getting young kids, young adults, in that mindset of taking responsibility and not being yeah. scared of it, 
exactly. I think but, what it you know, but I, early experiences is, is, is a huge factor. Yeah. I noticed the ones who are very motivated is because they're instilled that work ethic early on. Correct. Yeah. And some of them just kind of get it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Some know that they have to do the grind, put in the work, mm-hmm. just want to show up, collect the paycheck and go home. They don't care. It's unfortunate to say that. But, you know, it's just they're doing it because their parents are making them do it or they need the money. You know what I mean? Right. right. Um, so that's it's interesting to see how kids are different from, you know, in years past. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let me go on to one last question. And I'm trying to sure. keep these podcasts short. 15 to 25 minutes but i'm actually really curious to learn more about your job and what you do there but maybe that could be another time i I, I am open to having guests come back over and over again but right now let me ask one more question and if somebody has the idea of hey i want to i have a service i'd like to give people and i want to start a Uh business kind of like what you did you you had this idea it's a service and then you made a business out of it if some yeah. young adult or, or even an older adult making, thinking about starting something right now, if they wanted yeah. to do that too, how would you suggest them to start and what tips would you give them? Yeah, um, I think with uh, starting a new business, what I would suggest someone to do is, is start off with a small scale. Mm-hmm. I was doing parties for friends first for free. Do that, learn your process, learn what works, what doesn't work. Uh, find the tools that work for you as well. I think that you can also um, ask your friends and family and talk to them, provide that service or, or product or whatever you're looking for. You just have to kind of do little steps and grow your business uh, little by little, four or five barbecues in one year, first year. So mm. kind of got more traction. You know, I doubled, I did eight to 12 and then the following year, you know, 12 to 24. And then this year, uh, last year, I did over 125 barbecues. Um, so, you know, it just takes time to grow. Yeah, yeah. And um, start small, start with a, a certain skill small. and kind of like master that yep. craft. And then, exactly. And takes, then build from there. And set goals for yourself. You know, yeah. I told myself when I first started, I want to grow myself at least 25% a year. Um, and I've been able to do that year by year. And, um, and now I carry about seven grill masters that pick up jobs and do barbecues for me if I can't do them. Um, I still control all the marinade. They come here to pick up all the meat and go out to barbecue. Um, but I'm able to do that because I think I have a process that works now and mm-hmm. I know what I need to do to, in order to be success, successful. Um, and all my business is word of mouth. I don't pay for any advertising whatsoever. Um, so it's... Developing right. clientele base. That shows something about yeah, what you're doing if it's all just word of yeah. mouth. That's really good. And they, they just refer. And, and I treat every job as an audition for the next job because a party of 40, there's at least one person that will probably hire me from that job. So it just slowly snowballs and it grows and grows. And, and now we're at events where there's hundreds of people there. I leave cards out, just simple marketing. People ask me. They enjoy the food. Hey, do you come out to San Jose? I'm like, yeah, we travel out there for sure. So it's how I started and it's just how it slowly have grown over the years. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you telling you know, all of us what you do, your business, how you started, that mindset from growing up, helping out with the town main company and then to where you <laughs> are now. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. your time. 
No problem. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And John, you've been doing a good job. I see you uh, grinding away, uh, <laughs> doing the vlogs, doing the podcast. I think it's a great thing, man. Good job. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. All right, listeners. Thanks so much for listening. My next guest, I haven't had confirmed, but of course, I'll let you guys know who that person is on my social media. But for now, thanks again, Henry, for giving me your time. All right, listeners, have a good one. Take care. See ya.